Ladies and gentlemen, what up was really good. It's your boy Emilio Wackball back once again with another content collab. Hooking up with the homie Devon Thor here tonight from For All Matters. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212 or my personal Twitter page at the Emilio Wackball for the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip hop shows, favorite hip hop show. Once again here tonight, we're going to be touching on some topics that, you know, uh, hot topic discussions here tonight. So, you know, I'm going to turn it over to my man, Devon. Yo, Devon, what's good with you, man? What's happening, man? Uh, I, I know this is going to be, uh, like, you know, aired later. Yeah. But we, we recording this right after the debate, so. Yeah. And for all of y'all out there, because I know a lot of people probably was tuned in and watching the debates and all that stuff like that, man. It was a real... I don't know. They say chaotic. I say it was kind of spicy, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, them two dudes, man, <laughs> I don't know if that was a display of idiocracy or whatever you want to call it, but that shit was just something other than presidential to me, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the problem is, man, when people see See, I walked by it a couple times. I really wasn't paying attention. I don't really pay attention to political theater, man. Yeah, me neither. I think a lot of the reason why this country, this world, is in the way that it is right now is because people tune into it too much and they they let politics affect them mm-hmm. and their life and everything. And I understand that there's consequences to politics with how things operate in the world and everything else. But, like, you know, to the people who take it so fucking seriously that they're online like you know raging out right now and all of that kind of shit man relax like, you know what i mean it's it's all they're all friends you know what i mean the sooner <laughs> that people the sooner that people understand that politicians are all friends no matter if they have a r or a d or whatever the case like you know what i mean the sooner that they realize it's all theater it's a show mm-hmm. like, you know what i'm saying and then i think that it would i think that's going to be the part of history that starts to de- to define the future going forward, man. Because yeah. right now, people aren't there yet. They still think that there's going to be, like, you know, somebody to save us as far as a politician and everything goes. Right. And, you know. That's not going to happen. You know, like, with today, like, this particular debate, like, you know, like we was calling it just a minute ago, political theater, like, to me, it was more so, like, I don't know, like, I seen it was more so, like, entertainment. For that matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tuned them because I wanted to hear each candidate, you know, even though I know, like, behind the scenes, you know, all these politicians, they do work for each other or work with each other. There's not really no one side versus the other side. Like, it's all, you know, just a political theater act or whatever the case. But me, I wanted to tune in. I wanted to hear exactly what their plans were going forward. And it seemed more like a passing of the buck and more so like I did this and you didn't do this and a whole, just, just a whole bunch of like, uh, just to me, it was just like more so arguing and just boasting than it was an actual debate. Anything that was conducive to the way this country is going to be in the next four years. Like I didn't hear anything in there that particularly grabbed my attention and be like, you know what? This man might be the person that could be responsible for leading this country out of this particular time that we in. I didn't see that tonight. What about yourself? What I saw was two candidates that are beholden to super PACs 
and billionaires and mm-hmm. people with agendas and you know, beyond all of the theater because the yelling and the arguing and the talking over each other and everything else, that's mm-hmm. just a distraction. That's like that's a distraction to the highest level. It's like, you know, look at my left hand while the right hand smacks you. It's just to get people involved in like, you know, picking sides and saying there's nobody that's going to switch sides at this point. There's nobody that's going to be like, you know what? I was going to vote for Trump, but now I'm going to vote for Biden. There's going to, there's, there's nobody that's going to switch sides at this point, man. You know? And when I looked at Biden, I'll say something because I'm from Delaware. Yeah. I had family that worked for that Mm -hmm. man. So like, you know, kind of got a history, uh, like, you know, my whole life hearing about that motherfucker. Um, so like, you know, and just in general, in, 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 in this state, he would talk and he had the um, persona that he's the man, he's the man's man, he's for the people. Like, you know, he's the working class Joe Biden, this, that, and the third. But you know, one thing that he didn't say, which of course he didn't, is we'll get through this, as a, meaning the pandemic. We'll get through this as a country uh, pretty soon. Like, you know, if you were like me, president, we'll get rid of these masks, we'll have life back to normal like you know we, it might take a vaccine to do it but like you know at the end of the day this whole thing is that wasn't said and you know why that wasn't said because he has people that he's beholden to yeah. that are preventing him from saying that because they already have plans mm-hmm. they have plans for the next they have a five-year plan they have a five-year plan for all of this shit to do with the pandemic so he can't come out and say certain things like that because of the people who support him Right. So at the end of the day, man, it, it like, you know, if you are to believe politics and then Joe Biden should have said that. But it, what people refuse to get, and I keep saying it over and over again, is that the left, the, the liberals, they want the pandemic. Right. They want it. And I get pushback when I say that they want it. That's the God's honest truth. They want the pandemic because a lot of the people that are going to cast a vote on the liberal side, they didn't get affected financially the same way that somebody like myself or my family or people that I know got affected by it. And when they put on their designer masks and they walk outside and nothing seems to be changing around them, they Mm -hmm. can believe in this weird narrative that's going on about a pandemic that's definitely weird the mm-hmm. whole narrative is strange for a rational human being to acknowledge and to just go along with but they like that narrative when they go outside and they don't see people falling down around them so really basically their life remain the same they can just get inside their cars and drive around with their designer masks and put some some uh let's just say questionable body count that mm-hmm. seems to be rising on Trump and continue on that way and do the political theater. It doesn't matter. I'm not a Trump supporter either, but the whole fucking thing right now is ridiculous, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, to me, like when I was watching it, it kind of came off as both candidates was basically pandering to a specific, a specific, you know, base that maybe backing them up or whatever like that. Because like, mm-hmm. it seemed like, you know, Biden went and touch certain topics that was brought up by Trump and then vice versa. Trump went and touch certain topics that was brought up and everything. So it seemed like they was both kind of like, Coming up to the edge, but they weren't trying to jump over the cliff. You know what I mean? When it comes to, you know, the way the debate was, you know, 
playing out. But also, I've seen a lot of what Joe Biden has been doing throughout this whole entire campaign is still pandering to the black audience because, like, he still is trying to capture that black vote. But it was a whole lot of other things. And then even Trump, on that, on that note, he was also even pandering to the black audience saying, well, I've done this for, you know, African-Americans in America and I've done this, that, and the third. And then also, you know, you got Biden on the other side trying to say what he's done and everything. It's just like they both seem like they was catering to specific audiences. You know what I mean? And you know what? what's crazy about that, man, is that we keep believing it's consensual, man. At mm-hmm. some point, I don't know if it'll be this talk that we have now or whatever, but we're going to go into a lot of what's going on being consent based. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's a big, big situation right now. Like, you know, and the greater understanding that we have about that, the better. It's consensual to believe that everything going on right now is racial. Mm-hmm. It's completely consensual. You can believe it or you can be smarter and understand beyond that. Yeah. Yes, there has been a lot that needs to be rectified with all of the different problems that have been going on racially, of course. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> the paradox that we get into is that the more you have a government talk about it, the less that happens because of it. Mm-hmm. So when you have people that don't give a fuck about you, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, the jury's in, right? So especially when we're talking about minorities, the jury's in, they don't care. So why would you think this would be different now? Mm-hmm. And there's so many different things that prove the point that they don't care when they talk about the black vote, when they talk about all of these different things, man, it's easy to get caught up in black versus white in a racial divide and all of this, man. What it really is, is class that will never get talked about. It's more class than it is race. There is so much more that me and you, a black man and a white man have in common mm-hmm. than I have with most white people. There's there's some things me and you would have in common that you wouldn't have in common with another black person. It's not yeah. it's not so cut and dry when it comes to these racial discussions, but it's because of the climate that we're in and everything that you see that's going on racially right now. It's political and it has donors and it yeah. and it's backed by certain groups and it's ridiculous. Because we the, need to get out of this. Because the topic of racism is the powder keg that's more likely to explode in bringing up the subject of class. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, exactly. Like, I can't relate to a Will Smith or a you know a Jay Z or you know any other prominent you know African American uh, figures that are of a higher class because I'm still here down at the bottom. I don't have as much money as they do. I don't have as much status as they do, and I don't have as much power as as far as my voice being heard. They have. You know what I'm saying I don't have those same things. Just like with you, you you know when you bring up certain you know white Americans and everything like that that are of a higher class than you, like you can't relate to them or they can't relate to you because we're not on the same playing field, our experiences in life from day to day 
our differences. So we can't we can't relate to that. But me and you, because we pretty much on the same playing field, we we pretty much in the same sandbox. We can relate to each other because we going through the same things. We see the same things, and we seeing it from a level that the people are higher up the chain don't see it. So I definitely understand what you're saying by that. You know. Yeah. And, you know, nobody in the debate gave a plan going forward with this pandemic, which is, in my mind, the biggest thing going on right now. No, what we like, heard in know, the, what we heard in this debate is we heard a lot more of blaming and pointing the finger. We never heard a solution other than right. you know, vaccine, 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 and wig and mask and this, that, and the third. We didn't hear no, like, real solution to bring about an end to the pandemic what we heard was more so passing the buck and passing blame and going back and forth and saying who's responsible for what you know right now like to me tonight i don't think either candidate spoke on any real topic that could have some kind of solution or brought a solution to any of the real problems that we see we're being faced with right now that's just my honest opinion their politicians and their government officials, man, they're not for the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not for us. The whole thing with this is, and, you know, I am not going to get too far into the conspiracy bag, man. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you get... So this whole situation right now that's going on right now, everything, mm-hmm. we need to come up with a plan going forward for first we need to just accept that this new normal like when a lot of us hear that term they keep coining it's marketing Mm -hmm. so when it's it's no different than the music business and marketing and the entertainment business they put out phrases like you know like nike just do it like the pandemic new normal that that's that's it's it's marketing so when yeah exactly so when when you're thinking of things in terms of going forward, there's there's certain things that some of us, not all of us, have to come to terms with. Like myself, for instance, I have to go forward in life now and just understand that this new normal that they're talking about is less about just the fact that we're going to live in a world that will forever be wearing masks and six mm-hmm. feet apart and having technocrats run the world and all of that. It's more of new human. Mm-hmm. new human meaning now the people who are willing to take this download as i call it of nonsense and lies that they get peddled uh to within the media all day just these lies and contradictions and nonsense and the people who are just willing to live in that world and accept it as they go on through life and like you know wear a mask with absolutely no reservation about doing it whatsoever for the rest of their life and different other things. And just, they're just like, whatever they just accept what they hear, see like, you know, and they just go forward. I have to now come to grips with the fact that there are different kinds of humans Mm-hmm. They say racial. This is now there's different kinds of humans. Now I have to look at the people who the new normal is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be having to live in a world where I now look at these other people as if not lower than me, not trying to be cocky, but definitely dumber, yeah. definitely <laughs> of a lower frequency, definitely of uh, like not to be so frustrated and mad all the time because yeah. that's not the way to live life. So me going forward in life, I, I have to deal with these 
almost clones, like the Matrix. I have to yeah. deal with these clones that are just willing to accept everything and go forward and just create this new reality. Absolutely for no reason whatsoever, yeah. except for the fact that they were told. And I have to interact with them in a way where it's not going to ruin every day of my life. Let me tell you, right? man, like that, that term, new normal, I absolutely fucking hate that term. Like, what the fuck is a new normal? Like, I don't understand that. I, I mean, I'm hypothetically speaking, I do understand what new normal is and everything like that. But what I'm saying is I don't like that term because like at the end of the day, it's like now you trying to, you trying to force people to live by this narrative that you are all creating for people going forward. You know what I'm saying? Like you want people to get away from the normal that they know to this normal that you guys created. Like it goes back to the augmented reality things. And, yeah. you know, also like when we were talking about technocracy one-on-one and everything, you know, mm-hmm. it all goes back to like this plan, what they feel as though is a new normal. And they just trying to push that with propaganda and, and various slogans and other things like the mask and, you know, having when you go into places, you know, get, you know, your temperature taken and then, you know, you go into hospitals and stuff like that. They're trying to say it's policy air quote to, you know, be tested for the virus and all this shit. Like, that's not a normal to me. Like, to me, what that is, is like the normal you're trying to project on the ice or should I say control? I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, to me, it comes off as not as a normal. What it is, is control, basically, in a nutshell. When you really well, break you're it a step ahead of most people just for the fact that you understand that what you're seeing is control. Yeah, because, basically. like, you know, it, it, it's way less about any kind of pandemic and all of this other shit. And it's way more about control. And so, like, this is nothing new. If I may, like, I know a lot of the um, feedback. Like, you know, motherfuckers like, oh, he talks too much. And well, the thing is, is that, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, the thing is, is that, like, you know, I, I might talk too much, but a lot of people talk too little. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a time right now where if you have nothing to say, then shut the fuck up. And so I have things to say. So, and not to do the whole pat on the back, but. I don't know the last time I've been wrong in the prediction, you know, I don't ever think I was. And I have timestamps on my content, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so there's like, this is, this is not new. They, they call this new normal. And I think they do this. And so the event, like, you know, let's not try to get all the bots attached to this uh, conversation. The mm-hmm. event that happened in 2001, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. We all know. Yeah, um, we all know. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that, that was to push reality towards a different way. Spectrum, and, and, yeah. yeah, so they have bang events. And so when that event happened, it, then they had a narrative that they could go with, with Muslims. So that was all a way of them being able to do a bang event, change our reality, and then what happened? There was codes that we had to see on the screen every day. A lot of people listening to this might not have even been old enough to remember this, but they had code red, code orange, code yellow, all this that we had to live in for a threat level every yeah. day after the event in 2001. So when it, so like, you know, then there was these threat levels of things that really weren't true. None of it was true. Not even the event. 
None of it was true, but there was casualties. They always do this in a way where they have to have casualties to push forward a new reality that then we live with for a certain amount of time until they get a new gig. But what happens is they squeeze the sponge until it's dry. So we are to believe that Muslims just did what they did that day, and then a few years ago attacked an Ariana Grande concert, and they're done. Like, that's mm-hmm. all they were going to do. Like, that, for years, they were planning all of these nefarious activities, and the only thing that they did was something with a box cutter in 2001, and then also an Ariana Grande concert three years ago, and that's it? Now they're done? All that bullshit that we had to live with for close to 20 fucking years mm-hmm. about Muslims, and that's it. That's all they did. Do you see how eventually we see through the paper tiger, right? Yeah. We see through we see through it, but there's years that have to happen in the meantime for us to get, when they get a new gig, and then they squeeze the sponge dry with how they can change our reality and everything else. Like, when's the last time you heard about Muslims being nefarious in the news? Like, did it just go away? Like, they're done now? And because it was never real. That's mm. why. It was never real. None of these things are ever real. So now they have a new gig, and they figured it out. It's it's this bio shit, uh, bio weapon. I, I I'm picking my words like the like the new the new way that they can scare people into feeling like all of these sicknesses and this this ain't going to be nearly the last one that we're dealing with it's a new gig they're gonna squeeze as much as they can to change our reality out of this one and at the top of this is the technocrats that we've spoke on before bill gates and the rest of them that are going to benefit jeff bezos and all the rest of them that are going to benefit from all of this that's happening right now mm-hmm. and so when quick like, you know, I've already made the prediction about the election that's going to happen. And yeah. as I was just about you know, to bring that saw, up, too. Yeah. Yeah. As you saw, I mean, because like, it's funny because like I've seen like before we, you know, we press record tonight. I'm like, yo, like I, I remember texting you and I was like, yo, that prediction that you made about, you know, the ballots and the elections. It, it kind of seemed like right now, like tonight with that debate, it kind of seemed like it's going to set the stage leading up to that prediction that you have. And it's like, not only mm-hmm. you seen it, like a, a lot of other people are starting to see it too, because it's like, you know, certain key words that were said throughout that debate is like a lot of people like scrolling through social media picked up on that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's crazy how people was listening to it and it's like, oh, well, it, it seemed like, well, if he, loses then he's going to try to stay in office and refuse to leave something that you predicting it's like it's, it's crazy how it comes out tonight in the debate and so many other people picked up on it and they kind of like expect that this is what's going to happen come november but it kind of yeah. seemed a little bit shaky also too like with the whole thing with the ballots and everything because it's like you know it's like how do you expect like when is when is the election again like november what first something no, like, yeah november first like yes yeah, it's something like that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i know the exact date because i really don't care what the exact date is but i know the exact date to get the ballots in is you know november the 10th now why would you wait nine days after the fact to decide who's the winner by these mail-in ballots when you put that like 
before a certain time so that way that day when them ballots start coming in and you start having the people that actually are going to the polls you know they can yeah. get their vote counted all at once instead of having to wait nine days afterwards like it don't make sense you're only a few years younger than me man so you you remember this remember the al gore situation oh yeah florida the the, the miscounting right. and all that stuff yeah i remember uh, that. there was there was a morning where we all heard that yeah, al, al gore, gore was our president yeah yeah, and then Al Gore was our president for I don't know uh, forty five minutes. So I, 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 I forget the I forget the exact amount of time, but he was like our president for like an hour, and then they challenged it, and then they went and there was this thing about like hanging chads or something because back then it was all like paper, there was no, mm-hmm. and then they had to go and do a recount. See, whenever they do all of these kind of political theater things, and that was to. That all was planned before they did it even back then. Like, Al Gore knew he wasn't going to be president. That yeah. was just to to infuriate people. That was just to cause a dis-ease amongst people. See, well, I like to talk about the English language and certain words that are used and how you can have double meanings in words because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And when you understand language, like dis-ease, you get the dis-ease amongst the people. And that's what they're doing. That's the real pandemic is the dis-ease, the disease amongst the people right yeah. now. And they're fostering that dis-ease amongst us. I like that. So when they're... When when they're sitting there saying, like, you know, uh, all of this shit in the debate, I, I see, when I say that I worked in the music business, I also make claims, and for 20-plus years, in all kinds of different ways, I make also claims that at the top of that business, they're friends with other people at the top of other corporations. All these rich people, all these billionaires, they all work together. They're all in tandem. They're all friends. So when you get to know the top of any industry, the very tippy top of any industry very well, and then you can almost seem like you're Nostradamus in the way that you predict things. I'm not a psychic. I could probably make some money on trying to say that I'm some kind of psychic that has special powers and Divine shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Divine Cleo. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I, I could just say this and, and be a charlatan, but that's not what it is. Yeah. I I notice um, trends. I Like, I see uh, certain things that are happening over and over again. And then when you get to see the top of a corporation, you see how they move and you see how the billionaires move. And that's how I'm able to know what's going to happen in the future with said events and different things, whether it has to do with the entertainment business or the pharmaceutical industry or the politicians or whatever. I'm able to see that at a different level because I've dealt with it at a different level. I mean, that's true though, because like, it's almost like say like the stock market, like you don't, chase the money you follow it you know what i'm saying like you see a lot of these you know quote-unquote entrepreneurs and you see these people that get into these businesses where they just following the money it's almost like the same thing you just you just look at it you see the trend and you just follow the trend and then you just like you start to pick up on the various patterns it doesn't matter what industry is in you start to recognize the patterns so that way when certain situations happen or Big events leading up, say, like to, you know, the election is easy to be able to predict it from a distance because you see how all these trends and patterns are going. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. A lot of people, a lot of other people know it, too. 
and they're just too pussy to say it. Mm-hmm. And I've dealt with that too. And I'm in, even in my own life, I know people and eh, friends that I get upset with on a daily basis. I'm trying to work on that, man. I'm just yeah. trying to meet everybody where they're at right now. Cause like, you know, like it is what it is, man. I'm willing to do and say certain things that other people aren't willing to do and say, mm-hmm. I just feel like right now, and maybe I see something, some don't, but I just feel like right now is the best time for us to speak out about certain things because why do it after the fact that makes no sense yeah. like can can you imagine if we were to just like uh let's let's just say that me and you were to do a review about the show living single mm-hmm. would it matter no, like you know what i'm saying the fact. <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah, it's, you know like, it's almost like how you see a lot of these content creators that go back and debunk shows that was out like years ago like i seen like you know no no disrespect to jamel hill she got something that's um called um keep the devil in the hole something like that and they talking about the wire the wire was almost what 15 years ago when they last when they let it out excuse me when they aired their last episode you know what i'm saying so like why you want to talk about the wire now but it's still relevant because you know a lot of the things that you've seen in the wire as far as like the way, you know, things are run corporations and, you know, entities like politics and stuff like that. You see how it's run in the wire. You see these different various structures and it's still relevant to the day. But when you have, you know, sitcom discussions like say like uh, The Simpsons, well, not even want to say The Simpsons because they still relevant to this day. But when you talk about stuff like, say, I don't know, name a show that, you know, happened like a few years ago, like you said, Living Single. All right, now we're talking about living single. That was like in the 90s. Here we are, 2000. Like, it's not relevant anymore. You know what I mean? Like, right now, I would much rather sit here and talk about how, what to expect coming up and try to tell people to prepare themselves. Like, you know, and to not only prepare themselves mentally, physically, but then also to be able to speak out, man, each one, teach one. And you know what the funniest part is, man? A lot of people in in the past years, and I've dealt with them a lot, like, you know, they looked at themselves in the mirror and they saw some kind of revolutionary or they saw some kind of true leader. They saw some type of warrior. And they used to tell everybody about it at the local bodega mm-hmm. when you would, like, you know what I'm saying, be... I'd be picking up a Dutch master back in the days when I'd be smoking, like, you know what I mean? And I'd be outside the, like, you know what I mean? The John and then people come up and they start talking about all of this conscious shit, like, you know what I'm saying? And all of this. And then now they in the house with a mask on and I'm like, you know, where, where you at, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Where you at, bro? Speaking of masks, right, like... Because right now, I'm I'm outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally. Speaking of masks, like, the crazy thing is now, like, you know, I just watched it on the news, like, now, like, you know, because I guess now we're starting to enter the second wave here in New York, so, like, now they're back yeah, on this... Inf- yeah, like, they back on this reinforcing these wearing your mask. Like, you got to wear your mask if not, you're going to be fine. Like, it, it's... It's about to get crazy because, you know, now they're talking about there's been certain spikes in certain various neighborhoods in, like, Brooklyn and Queens. So they're trying to monitor it because at one point, the daily infection rate was at 1%. Then it, I don't know, I guess within the last couple of weeks, like, maybe, like, a week or two, it rose up to, like, 3%. So, like, it's, it's got everybody's attention right now, but... It's like they've been talking about this whole second wave for so long. It's just like, like y'all knew this was Whoa. coming. God damn! I 
it is so infuriating. It is so infuriating and, and like, you know, I'm doing my best to work on that part of my fucking content, man, where, mm -hmm. I, where I, 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 you know, chill and can talk in a way that I can communicate better. But, man, so what part of the, like, let's just, so I got talked about it so much, man, but I feel like throwing up about the mask. Mm -hmm. So, like, you, like what, what part of it don't people get right now? Like, I just want to know, like, what part of it, like, what part of it don't people understand about the mask right now. Like it, it's so, it's so fucking infuriating. A mask is not for pandemics. Yeah. A mask is for mowing the lawn and keeping some dust out of your face. It doesn't even, yeah. you can still breathe dust through. So imagine what it could do if you really truly believe in germ theory and the way that that shit works. Yeah. It's not. And so if they say it's to protect others, it, but then both sides of the mask are the same fucking material. It doesn't make any sense that people even believe in the narrative of the mask. But then when you say that you're getting called some kind of Trump supporter because they've intelligently put some of the truth on the side of the political spectrum see, that the, most people hate. The funny thing about that is, though, that Trump said the same thing again tonight in his debate about the mask. Like, he even, even came out of his mouth that he said they're not effective. Again. You know what I'm well, saying? Even here's the thing, and the sometimes he says the truth. Yeah. But, but that's the problem. The problem is that they all work together, and they have a situation where they are trying to push a certain agenda. Biden mm -hmm. and Trump went back in backstage and shook hands mm -hmm. and they shook hands like for real for real touched each other's hands yes in the middle of covid that's what they did they mm -hmm. didn't do it in front of the camera they, they went back there and they shook hands this whole thing is to, so what they do is they put certain parts of the truth on the republican side because they understand that most people hate republicans so they subconsciously mm -hmm. make people hate the truth they make people hate themselves but and it's a systematic breakdown man but you see the funny thing that they're doing now and this is something and not having maybe they have been doing it, but I haven't seen it. You, have you noticed now that after debates like this, they start doing like these little fact check things? Like they bring up various points that you know each candidate spoke on, and they actually go back and try to fact check it. It depends on where they're going, though. Yeah. Like, it depends on where they go in the fact check, because right now I could pull up a stat that says that the death rate is the same death rate as it was in 2019. By mm -hmm. the way, same death rate that it was in 2018. Facts. Mm -hmm. I could prove it. I, and see, the thing is, man, like this whole narrative of the pandemic is touchy because, it like, is. you know, it, 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 it's, but it's, but it's not. And I'm I'm gonna like you know I'm gonna stop being touchy with it because this ain't the time to be touchy, man. Like the whole situation is that some people have lost loved ones to mm -hmm. something that was taught told to them that was covert nineteen. They were told that it was covert nineteen. That's what they were told. So if they lost someone to it, they feel a way when someone says something about it. I understand that, right. but. That also is used as a narrative to cut off the legs of people like me that would feel compassion for someone like that and then then opt like you know opt to not say anything so we get nowhere with what's really happening like you know what I mean? so basically the gist of it is is that it the term covert nineteen means nothing mm -hmm. it means nothing. It's like me going, I got about the top of them. 
Yeah. It means nothing. It's the same thing. It means nothing. What I just said there is just the same thing as that term. It yeah. means nothing. So when people in- don't understand, when when people right. don't understand, just let me get this off because this is a very important part, man. When people don't understand that they conflate the words corona virus with covert. 19 they conflate the two and mm-hmm. what that does is it's like mixing a lie within the truth so there is a such thing as coronaviruses yeah, it is. The, they were logged into the health journals in 1860 something mm-hmm. in 1860 something it was recognized as the common cold and then you could have different variations going on from there of the coronavirus so when they co- conflate the two and then they label it covert 19 there really isn't anything to talk about except for the fact that you're believing known liars right the media is known liars they're known liars sam can so all these people that feel like they're so woke right now i've been seeing memes about people <laughs> saying that uh like you know i've been <laughs> seeing memes of Yo, people saying that- that term woke, I hate just as much as that term new normal, man. But go ahead. <laughs> well, 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 not a woke thing. See, I, there's a difference. So woke means to me when you see people do something like this, when they create a meme and then you see, like, you know what I'm saying, them talking about how white people don't want to wear masks, but they would if they had, like, you know, a KKK hood on or something oh, yeah, like, like cool. that. Yeah, that's yeah. fake woke. That's fake woke. To me, that's fake woke because what you're doing is base level. You're taking the low hang- hanging fruit. To yeah, me, that's much. woke. But so conscious is different. Conscious would be able to look at that and be able to see beyond that. Conscious is for the past two or more decades understanding things on a higher level and studying and becoming spiritually grounded and being able to understand what you see when you see it. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting there saying something like that in a meme, where though, you know, you're, you're coming down on white people for not wanting to wear masks and all of this shit and everything else. And like, if they would just put on the mask, what you're also doing, fake, woke piece of shit, what you're also doing. So I get it. What you did was you just brought up race again and you made it about race. I get it, man. See, mm-hmm. cause that fake woke shit ain't hard to see through what I, I get it. You're saying that white people aren't trying to um, help out because they're not wearing masks and they're doing all of that. But what you also just did was said that they should be wearing masks. Guess mm-hmm. who? Guess who? It's telling you to wear masks. Mm-hmm. White people, rich billionaire white people, mm-hmm. you stupid asshole, you dumb <laughs> asshole. You're falling for it. You're not conscious. You're still falling for it. You mm-hmm. drank the Kool Aid, you woke piece of shit. You drank the Kool Aid. You're you're so you're trying to just go in with this division. You're going in with the division part of things and, 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 and trying to stoke that when really wearing a mask ain't nothing to do with racial at all. I know plenty of black people that don't want to fucking have a mask on their face. They shouldn't want that. Shit, I don't want to wear should, one. Bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even want to wear one. Like I, like I said before, like I wear mine you know, certain times when I have to, like when I'm at work and I'm dealing with people. Or when I got to go to a grocery store or something or I got to go out in a public setting, then, yeah, I'll wear one when I'm around people. But I'm not wearing one in my house. I'm not wearing one 
in my car. I'm not wearing one just walking down the street and there's nobody around me. Like, that's just ridiculous. And I tell that people, to people all the time, man. like, wearing them things for prolonged periods of time is not safe. It really isn't. It's not good it's not. for you. It's not it's good not, for you. Because you're breathing in all of that toxic waste that you are exhaling is getting trapped in that mask and you ain't doing nothing but re-inhaling it. And you're causing you yourself other health problems. You ever notice that some of these points that we talk about, me and you talk about it, and then we move on, right? And mm. then, like, you know, and, and then we go on to another topic. And then so that might flow in somebody's head like that. Like, we're moving on to a different topic. Yeah. And then they can just go to the next topic with us without focusing on what it is that we just said, mm. right? And then really soaking it in and really understanding, mm-hmm. like, I, and that's why I try to slow down sometimes and really reaffirm certain things that I'm saying. Right now, we are dealing with something. And I feel like people need to understand this. It is planned. Mm. And I'm sorry to say that. I know people with it right now. I know people with it. I've known people that had it. I currently am trying to help somebody through a situation that like they're going through with medical stuff. Like, you know, so at the end of the day, we're all attached to this thing in some kind of six degrees of separation. So when I say this, I'm not saying it to be insensitive, but the situation is, is that this is planned and this is just a controlled demolition of our economic system Mm. to rebuild it in a way that it's favorable for corporations. And that's the new normal. And that's it. You know, I've heard that before. I've heard that, you know, from various, you know, Various accounts, I should say, that's floating out there right now, like different viewpoints on what they feel about this particular situation. Like, I've heard that one before. That's that's very interesting to hear it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's only because, you know, when they... To be careful when they when they do testing, right? Yeah. They, there's been stuff that, and I've shown you, and I've, I've even put it out in my own content that mm-hmm. when they do testing at the end, that's why they put it six inches in your skull. At the end of that is a coronavirus, mm. right? At the end of that swab is a coronavirus. And, you know, whether people want to believe that or not, that's why people test negative And then two days later, positive it, it like, it, it just is what it is, man. So this term they use the covert term, that's, what it is it's just an operation but the real sickness part of it is that right they 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 test people and give it to to them and then when anybody comes into the hospital for anything they just fucking try to their best to toe tag them with covid in any way that they possibly can and that's true people say no you're not right yes i am right because I've dealt with it in my life, man. I'm yeah. trying not to get to an 11. I've dealt with it in my own life several times now, currently even. So at the end of the day, I know that's true. Nobody can take the truth away from me. I understand what they're doing in the hospitals. And then they try to toe tag people with that just to get the numbers up. Also, if you really look into the numbers, man, some towns that have 3,000 people, there's 10,000 cases. They're just inflating these numbers, man. They're trying yeah. to do whatever they can do to get these numbers I mean, up. It's I mean, a, go back to what you just said just now, though. Town of three thousand people with ten thousand cases. That's just simple mathematics. If you can't right. if you can't do simple mathematics, then you shouldn't be having this discussion whatsoever right. because that shit don't add up. Just that, that that's just to keep it you know pretty blunt. That doesn't add up. You know what I'm saying? But 
fair. Uh, what was it? Like three weeks ago, they said every minute somebody dies of COVID in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then people, come on, man. It's just the, and that's why I said that I'm going to have to go through life in this new whatever. And I'm going to have to have some type of compassion for the meat puppet. Yeah. that is behind the counter that I have to deal with or or the several meat puppets that are standing around me with masks on their face. Like, you know, and, and just, they, they just don't understand. They can't process information in the way that I believe a real conscious human being like myself or yourself do. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're going to, that's the new normal. That's what the new normal is going to be for me is that I'm going to have to not let that affect my day. And I'm going to have to get through this thing the best way that I possibly can. And to anybody listening who's, you know, got similar frustrations. And then that's the advice that I give to you, man. Don't, don't let them take away your joy. Don't let them take away your happiness right now, because that's another thing that they're trying to do. They're trying to just sway everybody's consciousness into misery, man. Don't let them do that. Don't let them do that, man. This whole thing, just let them go. Let them do what they're doing in the best way that you can speak out. Each one, teach one, and then we will figure out a way through this thing, man. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's not going to be all together in this kumbaya bullshit that everybody keeps talking about. No, in fact, it's going to be a lot different. There's just going to be pockets of us across the world who just know the truth and then we'll die and then the world will probably be way worse off in the future generations unless the generation right now wakes up and they start because that's really the thing that matters man i'm not long for this world like you know it's it's the it's the younger generation it's the people 16 right now that that like they're the people that are that can't even vote in this upcoming thing they're the ones that are going to be key to this whole thing going forward man what are they going to stand for are they just going to keep keep it up like because you've seen that they've accelerated what they're doing right now to the point and that they're just when you have enough momentum in a car like you know what i'm saying there's a lot of shit that you can just plow down and you're causing problem after problem like if you just took a car and ran it through a shopping center there's First, you just hit a rack, which caused the problem. Then you hit another, like, you know, person, which caused the problem. Then you hit another thing. Before you can catch up to any one problem, you have 20,000 problems. That's what they're doing. They're, they're mm-hmm. accelerating this. They're contradicting themselves. They're going through each thing. They're just trying to make everybody, like, you know, this cloned version of, like, you know, uh, diversity now is considered skin. It's not considered culture. It's not considered individuality as people. It's only considered skin. They're they're taking away diversity of personality. Shit, color is only skin deep, man. Like color is just a color. That's it. Like if my color defines a person, or or if my color defines me as a person, if you can't see past my skin tone, they can't see past your skin tone or the next man or woman's skin tone for that matter. Then they're shadow minded people. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's much more to a person than the outside appearance, than that skin tone, that skin color. You know what I'm saying? Like, it breaks down, like you said, to culture, to beliefs, to personalities, those types of things. You know what I'm saying? And like, those are the kind yeah. of things, like, we gotten away from. Because, like I said earlier, it's like race is the powder keg that's guaranteed to explode the moment you throw a match onto it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas yep. nobody wants to get into all the other aspects of a person. Everybody just sees color. That's it. You know, it's, just, it's easier to do it that way because 
you know what I mean? Like that's something that, you know, they've been riding in this country for years. And I don't know, it's not just here in, in, in America, but that's just the easiest way to rile up people is to bring up the subject of race. Like you see on Twitter, you got people over in other countries that have no idea, never even set foot in this country one time, but they're in discussions about racism and stuff like that. That goes on in this country. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, that's, that's the easiest thing to keep people at each other's stores is just to bring up the topic of race in any conversation. Yeah, man. And me and you were talking on Twitter yesterday and you said something very important. A lot of times I'll go on and on, right? And I mm-hmm. make these long-winded, which is which has its place, right? The long-winded version of something. <laughs> like, you know, like it has its place like because there's a lot of detail in there and everything else. Like that has its place. But then sometimes, like, you know, somebody like me, that's the way my mind works. Like, you know, I got mm-hmm. I got a lot on my mind. So I'm, I'm talking a lot, like, you know what I mean? But you have said something very simple. Yeah, just cut it right to the fucking chase. And you were like, question the narrative. Yeah. And that summed up pretty much a lot of just, if you were to listen to like 45 minutes of me talk, like the question the narratives about what it is that's going on. That's what people aren't doing. Yeah. You, you, you need to question the fucking narrative, man, about what it is that is happening why could it be happening? Ask yourself these questions. Why would it be happening? And then when you say, oh, like, you know, maybe you haven't thought it all the way through because of the chaos that's happening in your life and facing economic problems and this and that and health problems and all that. I get it. But then when you ask yourself certain things, why would they be doing this? And then your mind can venture off into, oh, the people who run big pharma are big billionaires. Oh, okay. Okay politicians they have super PACs big billionaires oh mm-hmm. I get it these technocrats at the top of these companies that are going to be in charge of the vaccines and the whatnot big billionaires mm-hmm. I get it billionaires are friends with each other we're we're the um, we're the employees of a corporation called the United States of America we're actually and I for lack of a better term slaves to a corporation that is known as the United States of America. And it's the same corporation that is the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's the same corporation. So we were born into this corporation, into this situation. When you can think a little bit further past into things and question the narrative, you will be better off. Instead of just sliding through the day, going along with everything, and that's how you're going to end up either a clone that you see outside that's just like everybody else. That's how you're going to end up like like that. If you don't question anything, that's how you're going to end up like that. And then the future generations are going to end up like that. Right mm-hmm. now, what we say and what we do and the morals that we stand on will be our grandkids and kids situation. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look back at us and they're going to say, they're either going to say, man, there was some of them that was really on their game. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to be looking back at us with hatred. You know, it, the same way that we can look back at the baby boomers yeah. and say, yo, why did you do this? Why did you accept that? Why did you like, you know what I mean? With that being said, like it made me think about something I asked a couple of weeks ago on um, social media. I asked like it has something to do about platforms you know we're in the we're in the business of making content and everything like that so i ask people i'm like why what do you prefer like how do you feel about those 
you know, platforms that create content based on controversy with no real fact to back up anything. It just is all based off of opinion, more so like gossip. When you have platforms like this that provoke thought or have, you know, positive dialogue within them, I'm like, why do people choose the negative over the positive? And people are like, well, because the negative is more entertaining, you know, because this, that, and the third, you know what I'm saying? But if everything you just said just feeds basically into what I said earlier about whole questioning the narrative and everything like that, because it's like people just take everything at face value for entertainment instead of questioning the true meaning or the true purpose behind this particular content. You know. And they they celebrate their ignorance. Yeah, pretty much because they because they know that other people will celebrate with them, mm-hmm. and it's more of a group think mentality like for them see. to celebrate their ignorance as opposed to questioning a narrative and being the one out of ten that's going to ask the questions and be uh, ostracized like or be you, the pariah. Like you see with that particular incident with the toy lanes and Megan the Stallion situation. You know, it was more so everybody was quick to celebrate ignorance and rush to judgment without all the facts. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Instead of questioning the narrative behind it, like, why is this happening now during this particular situation? I'm not saying that, you know, what was done was right, because I never condone violence against women. I would never condone that. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, don't something just seems a little off about this whole situation? It, it yeah. was like people it's, don't question that because it's mentality, yeah, yeah because people are so emotionally invested into this situation that they're not just sitting back just waiting for all sides of the story they just hear one side of the story and then they're just going with that they're just running with what they're being told you know like yeah. I told you earlier I had a conversation with your man Jerome or whatever we had a very interesting conversation about that whole situation because it's like yo like he's like I am like I'm not going to be quick to rush to judgment because so many people uh, you know, just emotionally tied into the situation. You're emotionally tied into celebrities that don't even know you exist. Like, what kind of what kind of sense does that make? And then at the end of the day, was you there? Did you witness what happened? You can hear yeah. anybody's account of a situation, but that doesn't mean it's the truth. I could look somebody right in the eye and lie to him. Anybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? If you not unless you're a bad liar, but anybody can do that. I'm not saying she's lying, but at the same time, it's like wait till you hear everything. And if it doesn't seem right, then question it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Shout out to Doom Mega yeah. Jerome. Shout out I to I know Doom he's Mega, listening. Man. He's yeah. gonna listen to this, I know he is. But um yeah, but uh so like you know, that's that's the way it is and everything though. Like to get both sides or any different side than the side that you're getting said in big media, that that's with the entertainment business. That's also with big media and, and MSNBC, CNN, all the shit that's going on, like the wrap up of the debate that happened afterwards and their whole, the pundits <laughs> talking about it and everything. Like, yeah. you know, they're giving you the sides to think about. Like, you know, when this whole women empowerment movement came, that means that no women, no woman could lie. Yeah. Right. That's what, the thing is now, no woman can lie. They're incapable of saying a lie, like, you know? Yeah. So it's just one of those things, man. Everybody gets into this group think mentality, and that's why we're in the situation we are with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then you have assholes that swear that they're deep, they swear that they're woke, but then you see them 
not questioning the narrative of the mask, but trying to bring it back to race or trying to bring it back to how white people ain't. <laughs> they, man, and like white people and black people don't want to wear masks. There's bomb. Like there's not even white people and black people. Anybody that has any common sense doesn't want to be wearing them shits for times, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is what it is. It is. It, it's just, and then when you get the facts on certain shit, don't just believe big media. Like, you know, don't just believe everything that you see and hear and, and everything else, man. And there's one thing that I want to touch on before we sign out, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a complicated topic, but I won't go all the way into it, but I promise you I'm going to have some content on it coming forward real soon. And we're going to follow up on it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a follow up on this. I just want to get a little bit of the gravy out. Mm -hmm. to the listeners because it's a real important time for them to understand this. I said it before in this particular conversation that we are employees of the corporation of the United States of America, man. Mm -hmm. So before you, anybody listening to this, want to judge what I'm saying, say, oh, you just some type conspiracy theory, da, 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 da. I'm far from a conspiracy theorist. I've proved everything I say in the past and I'm always i've always offered for people to just look it up like mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, and some people that like you know just for instance right now you could just google why are viruses dead mm -hmm. you know what won't pop up covid mm -hmm. you know what will pop up the explanation of why all viruses are dead mm -hmm. so why would i say that for then for me to look stupid you know what i mean and and, and so like, you know, then when you think that you have to wear a mask and then you've been told that the masking, you know, it doesn't work. You've been told that, but then you've been told you need to wear it. And then you want to shame people for not wearing it. Yeah. And then you see something that you can definitely Google that viruses are dead. And then, then, then you can question, then you start to question things. Maybe start to understand that there's a reason why they're pushing something called germ theory. And then also look at what it was before germ theory and it was terrain theory. And that's all I'm going to say on that because mm -hmm. everything else can just be verified after you hear that. But as far as the corporation of the United States of America and the United Kingdom goes, we're born with birth certificates. And in that birth certificate, it's in all caps. That's for a reason. And so is your social security card. Your name is in all caps. And so, in so, so goes with your bank card. Your bank card has all of your information in all caps. That's mm -hmm. for a reason. That's because that's the straw man. That's the paper tiger. That's the false identity that they have to interact with when they have their legalistic terms. So there's something called legalese. We were born into slavery, into a corporation. Mm -hmm. And when you have certain things like a birth certificate that has your name in all caps, people don't think twice about it. They look at it. Oh, yeah, it's my name. But that's not how you ever write your name. Right. So when you look at it in a different way, then you can start to ask the next question. Well, it gets into more of a situation of so you are. And if you don't want to use the word slave, you're an employee, however you want to put it, of a corporation. Everything you do, whenever you cash a check, whenever you work, and I know these are things we have to do to put food on the table. So it's a double-edged sword, and I get it. But we have to understand 
that there's something called natural law. There's something called common law. And then you have contract law. And most things, by the way, uh, you know, fucking disclaimer, this is not any legal advice and all of that and everything I got to say to not be liable for, like, you know, the whole thing. This ain't no legal advice. Just listen, man. So, oh, by the way, remember how I was saying dis-ease and terms and spelling, right? How they use that spelling. Spelling. Think of it. Spells, right? So, that's why they use these kind of things. So, when you're thinking of it as when you're in a a company was created in your name when you were born. Your parents, your mom, your dad, or both were tricked into signing that birth certificate that now made you a company, a personal company in a corporation. That corporation refers to you as a person. You are a man, woman, or child. You are not a person. Mm-hmm. So that gets into the definition of corporate personhood. When you look up corporate personhood, it gets very interesting because they, as a corporation, break that term down. Corp oration. Corpse oration. The oration of the dead. The dead speak. The speak of the dead. That's what corporation means. Mm. It's a dead entity that they're talking to because it's not real. It's not actually real. That entity that they created when you were born is what they have to interact with. They have no rights over you as a man, woman, or child. The rights you have as a man, woman, or child is natural law, common law. And what the contract law is, is very different. That's how they interact. And I'll go into all the specifics of it in a future podcast, but there's a lot going on right now that could tie into this whole shit that's going on with the pandemic and the mandates and everything else laws are laws and everything else is either ordinances mandates statutes or acts a c t s acts so when double meaning act acting acting right mm-hmm. actor they're acts the the united states congress puts together what acts yeah. They're acting. So, like, you know, you can get into all of this different type of shit and then you start to break it down. They have no jurisdiction over you as a man, woman, or child unless you break a law. Mm. The true laws are written in the hearts of men. So if you commit murder, what happens? They come and they put cuffs behind your back, no questions asked, no paperwork signed, no nothing. You have to post bail until your trial. If you can. Right? That's mm-hmm. it. It's a wrap. If you commit fraud, what happens? They come and put cuffs on you. And then you got to post bail to your trial. You know why? Because common law and natural law states that you cannot murder and you cannot commit fraud. Mm-hmm. And like you, uh, like there's, it's basically so common law is all the things that you can just basically understand as a normal human being. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to commer- commit murder, that's a bad situation. You're not supposed to do that, right? Right. Now, if you are speeding and they pull you over, what happens? The cop comes, you got to sign a piece of paper. 
right? You got to yeah, sign a piece of paper. That's it. your consent, right? Like, you know, that's your consent. You are now working. It's paperwork. Their realm of legalese, legal is different than law. The way that they work is you have to give your consent to sign that piece of paper to then hand them. Now you're playing a video game with them to see who has the best lawyer, to see who has the best everything else. But when you ask them, did I break a law? And then they tell you yes. And then they're lying. You didn't break a law. That's not a law. That's an ordinance. So when you see certain things like all these mandates and all this different shit, mask mandate and all of that kind of thing that's going on right now and everything, and they have these signs, most signs are put there as an, in, it's an insult to your intelligence. Like, so who besides a crazy person would get inside a school zone and gun it? Mm-hmm. Right? A kind of person that does that might murder somebody anyway. Right? right? They're the kind of person that you want to get up off the road. But, like, you know, like stop signs are cool. But aside from that, like, if you just obey anything that you're told because you're told to do it, and then you're playing the legalese game with them, it's consent. Mm-hmm. You know, these vaccines that they're going to put out. I highly doubt that there's going to be some military holding you down and putting it in your arm and all of that. There's reasons for it. They have no dominion over you as a man, woman, or child. It's consent. But what they can do, the devil got the tricks. It's always about deception. They know that you're paying attention on your phone 24-7. That's why they put it in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they know that you're getting programmed constantly with the fear and the fear and the fear and all of this other shit. So you're going to end up complying and consenting to things you don't have to comply and consent to. And you've been complying and consenting all your life. Policies are not laws. Policies are not laws. Mandates are not laws. Don't murder people. Don't commit fraud. Don't disturb public peace. Peace, meaning don't make chaos. These are natural laws. That's common law. You know, they say, and they have to abide by common law. If you're with a, like if a man and woman or whatever is together for seven years in a row, they're living together. They are now considered husband and wife by common law. Mm -hmm. It's called common law marriage, right? So they tell you right there that they have to abide by common law. You know why? Because these legalistic terms and all of that, not laws, that wasn't laws are something that we should just know in our heart. Mm -hmm. That wasn't created by us. The fact that we shouldn't murder, that's just God given. But this other stuff, these mandates and ordinances and all of that, that's man-made and what man made cannot be greater than man. Mm -hmm. Period. It has no dominion over us. So they use these words, and a lot of cops don't even know that they're doing it when they say certain things because they're told by the higher-ups to say it. But then when a cop will pull you over and say certain shit, and then he says, do you understand? That's your consent that you are about to give him. Never say you understand. You know why? Because that just said that you are standing underneath him. Mm. Understand. You're understanding him. You're standing underneath which means that you just gave consent for them to stand over you with authority, to have jurisdiction over you as a man, 
always say you don't understand. Why would you understand? It's legalistic bullshit. Why would you understand that? Don't say you understand. You can avoid it. Mm. Am I being detained? You know, the phone call was just lost. So, like, you know, in the middle of me talking about this, so you already know what it is. So if there's a little break, I don't know how I'm going to edit this up. But if there was a little break there, now you know what happened. Mm. Never give your consent in the things that you don't have to give your consent for if you are trying to affect change in these next few years because it's going to get tricky in the next few years with all of the different things that they're going to be telling us that we got to do and that we have no other choice but to do. And when you are a when when you are a man, woman or child, you have jurisdiction. Mm. So that's some gravy to look into. You know what I mean? And I've had some questions because I've, I've hinted to it in other podcasts and I've had some questions about it. So, you know, clear a few things about that up. There's way more to it than that. Like, you know, I could do a whole podcast on it. There's so, way more to it than that. So when they get down to it, when they can expect a podcast on that topic, which you just spoke on. Probably one of the next ones I do, probably one of the next one to three podcasts that I do will be on that mm. because like, you know, it'll probably include other things in the podcast, but like at the end of the day, man, you know, try to catch it on NGI radio because I'm getting censored on a lot of my platforms. As you see the phone call, it said my mobile network wasn't available in the middle of me saying that. And now I got to edit this up. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it, I'm even getting yeah. edited on a phone call and like, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting a, uh, like, you know, censored, no matter what I do, but at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. That these are the kind of things that we have to understand that there's always some shit we're being lied to about. Whenever you see everyone doing something, I'll end it with this. Whenever you see everyone doing something. So when you look outside and you see every single fucking person in a mask, right? And, and you're looking around, especially in blue states, you see everybody in a mask and all of that kind of shit. And I understand it's a problem sometimes when you're trying to shop and you're getting harassed and you're just trying to shop if you don't got a mask on. So I get it, man. Like a lot of times I'll wear a mask when I'm done. Like, you know what I mean? I take that shit off when I come back. Like I it ain't no real thing because at the end of the day, I understand that the mask does nothing. It mm -hmm. says it on the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. It says it right on the fucking box that it does nothing for the thing that people are wearing it for. So like, it's just ridiculous at this point. But if if we are to make any kind of difference going forward with how, like, you know, we interact with this new reality, I would say that the biggest difference that we have to make is first self, then family, then friends and inner circle, then community, and then push it out. And if enough of us are doing that in certain areas, like, you know what I mean, that reverberates. Yeah. We we can't let them take our happiness. We can't let them take our joy. We have to figure out a way to to navigate through what's going on right now because it's going to get sticky in the next few months. The election's probably going to be contested, and there's going to be all kinds of shit with these mail-in ballots and everything else. And yeah. like you know, what would cause the most dis-ease amongst us? I don't know. Probably Trump becoming president again right like i don't know like that would but i know whatever would cause the most disease whatever they lick their finger and put it up towards the wind wherever the wind is blowing for the most disease amongst us that's what they're going to go with yeah. like you know so 
that's obviously there, man. That's that's what that's kind of what I'm focused on now is getting the right information out, being as uh, concise as I can with the information, and like you know, just man, this ain't the time to shut up. This ain't the time to be quiet. This is the time to speak out. This is the time to, you know, do what you got to do for you and yours, first and foremost. And then this is also the time to do what you can to affect change around you. Don't think so much a large scale because then you'll be like, what's the point? When you think of it in a large scale way, it's like, what's the point? I'm not even going to do it. I'm not ever going to be able to affect that much change or whatever. Change is exponential. Yeah, no doubt, man. So, you know, we're going to, you know, end it right here because, you know, we wanted to keep it short for everybody. But this was basically just to serve as a few sticking points that we're going to be touching on in various other content that's coming real soon. You know what I'm saying? We did this kind of like spare the moment. We was going to actually do a live stream discussion about it and have, you know, the phone lines open for everybody to call in. But. Definitely, I encourage everybody out there that follows us on Twitter, you know what I mean, to stay, you know, stay stay tuned with our pages and everything because you can see when we're going to have these actual live stream discussions and we love for more people to join in on the discussion to hear more different, you know, points of views and see where everybody stands with the various topics in which we speak on. So, you know, on that note... We're going to go ahead and close things out. So, you know, if you got anything else you want to, you know, add on to what we said here tonight, then go ahead. Yeah, man, just uh, catch my podcast for all matters on NGI radio every Wednesday at 1105 PM Eastern standard time. And you can follow me on Twitter at divine thought TM. And if you don't catch it live on the network and then, you know, I'll tweet out some links and then if they ain't take them down by then, then you can go ahead and check them out there. Yeah. And yeah. also my bad. Also email me at for all matters podcast at gmail.com. I realize a lot of people prefer that way. No doubt. And for anybody else out there, you know, definitely make sure you following us on Twitter at nonstop radio two one two. Or my personal Twitter page at the Emilio Wagbar. Definitely for anybody else that would like to join in as say like a third well or a third guest here on this particular content collaboration based platform. Feel free to hit either emails. You can hit Devon Thought at his email or you can hit me at mine at let's network musically two one two at gmail dot com. But keep in mind we only take serious inquiries only. You waste our time, you will never hear from us again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely yeah. when you when you step the I step correct or don't step at all. You know what I'm saying? Wanna say yeah. shout out to my sponsors, Cho Wellness and all that good stuff. Definitely look for Cho Wellness products coming to the household near you real soon. And also check out the nonstop radio show every Tuesday night, nine PM Eastern Standard Time on NGIRadio.com. And you can check out past and present episodes, which is available now also on SoundCloud.com forward slash Nonstop dash radio dash show. But until next time, y'all, he said his peace, and I'm saying peace into all y'all. Have a good night out there, y'all. Peace.